You're listening to Seattle Real Estate Podcast. New York Governor Cuomo is accused of undercounting, uh-oh, undercounting nursing home deaths in the wake of a new report. That's what we're going to talk about today. Because this is this is stuff, oh, we can't have that. You're not getting you're not giving us the data behind the science. Otherwise, right? I mean, we're we're just being misled here. We're being misled here across the board. I know New York is far from Seattle, but this is a story that's got to be covered. All right, before we jump on in here to this uh, NBC, yeah, NBC News article. If you're new here, thanks for joining. My name is Sean Reynolds. I own a couple of real estate companies, and I read the news that you want to hear. All right, let's go. Enough of the chit chat. Let's do something. New York's approach to counting nursing home deaths totally masked the true death rate and the impact, a healthcare policy expert said. You didn't give us you didn't give us the right numbers, Governor Cuomo. You didn't. You were so busy taking the stage and being that initial guy that everybody checked in on uh, with the whole COVID thing. How are you handling it in your state? Okay. We understand that you cooked the books. You cooked the books on nursing home deaths. Don't report all of those numbers because, geez, this is bad. Those are, those are, that's not good data. That is not solid data. Cut that data down by at least 40% and release that to the people because that's, that's all the data at this point in time they need to know. Am I, am I overgeneralizing? Am I minimizing a lot of, of stuff here? Absolutely. That's what we do here in the Seattle Real Estate Podcast, right? But we're going to read the article and you be the judge. Did they, did they follow protocol or did they cook the books? This is by Susie Kim, NBC. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo and his administration faced a barrage of criticism in the wake of a report from his own state attorney general, his own AG, claiming that the state had undercounted COVID-19 nursing home deaths by as much as, da-da-da-da, it's my trumpet sound, 50%. Uh Uh-oh, 50%, that's half. You only reported half the numbers to us. Man, our data is bad. That means our science is bad. No data, no science. We're just winging things. We're doing things willy-nilly. And that's what I've been stating all along, right? I mean, people are just making stuff up. Yeah, you know, the whole nursing home thing, not good. Well, now it's a lot worse, right? The state's public death toll for nursing homes does not include residents who died from the coronavirus after having been transferred to hospitals. This is no joking matter. And I apologize for laughing there, but it is so ridiculous. Okay, how can we cut down the numbers from people who died, people, nursing home residents who got transferred to the hospital, they no longer count within the nursing home deaths. That's essentially what we're saying. Only deaths that occurred at facilities. That's how they were counting it. I want to know all the old people who were in nursing homes, how many of them died, right? That's the metric that we want to know, because that's what's accurate. I lost my grandmother, 93 years old, during this whole debacle. I mean, I didn't get a see her. I had to talk to her on a cell phone through a freaking window. I mean, it was just, you know, terrible. And then she died basically alone. So I want to know all the people that died. I want an accurate count because, yeah, I, and I understand this happened in New York and didn't happen in Washington. But this is one of those things you're like, really? That's how you cook the books on old people in facilities and nursing homes? 
Not good. Attorney General Letitia James report examined 62 nursing homes, about 10% of the state's total, and found that New York's approach left a large number of hospital deaths out of the state's official nursing home death toll. Not good. Oh, this does not look good at all. Advocates, researchers, and lawmakers from both parties have been cam- have campaigned for months for the Como administration to disclose the full number of deaths associated with long-term care facilities. You knew it was going to be bad. You're going to have to face it down at some point in time. This is one of those cases, I believe, where it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission you know that term? And it's like, ah, let's just cook the books. They'll find out about it later. But by then, we'll have the vaccine. We'll be able to smooth this over. Eh, it's just one more thing in our administration that we got to deal with. But maybe they won't find out. Maybe maybe they won't put two and two together. And maybe an audit won't happen. And we'll just be able to say, we did a splendid job with the elderly as far as our COVID response went. State Senate Minority Leader Robert Ort, a Republican, accused the administration of concealing the deadly impact of the virus. This was a deliberate attempt to mislead the public and the state of New York, said Ort, who called for the state's health commissioner, Dr. Howard Zucker, to resign. Why did it take the top prosecutor in the state of New York to get this? Why did it? Well, because they were cooking the books. That's why. Como, a Democrat, did not immediately comment on the report. Never do, right? Oh, yeah, you just called me out. Let me get back to you on that. Never. Zucker denied that the state had undercounted nursing home deaths, saying the state had always made it clear that its data included only deaths that occurred at facilities, not outside them. Why wouldn't you just, this boggles my mind. How many of these, these people get taken to the hospital all the time, right? I mean, am I wrong here? I mean, have you spent any time at a nursing home? There is I used to go see my grandma who passed away. I'd drive down to Longview, like two and a half hour drive, see her for five hours on a Saturday and then drive back. Invariably, an ambulance was there at the nursing home taking somebody somewhere for something. I think two of the times, maybe it's like three of the times, it was a pretty big facility. Somebody had passed away. Like they were like gravely ill or one that I know for sure they had passed away. And the family was there crying. And it was just this horrible, you know, I said hi to him in the doorway. And I was like, Oh, that doesn't look good. They've, they've obviously lost a loved one. And that is what happens. So if you have people in a nursing home that are your family or your loved ones, you kind of want to know, all right, how many of them total are dying? Because that's the data you want to know, not where they died, not where they were taken to and then died. Hey, give us a real number. How many died? Oh, that's a big number. That's a much bigger number than we were initially told. Just give us the number. But you won't because you want to cook the books to make it appear like you did a better job. The word undercount implies that there are more total fatalities than have been reported. This is factually wrong. Zucker said in a statement, referring to the state health department, he said, Department of Health has consistently made clear that our numbers are reported based on the place of death, probably in tiny fine print somewhere. It's like, why, why does it matter where they died there? I mean, again, if you spend any time in a nursing home, those people don't really go anywhere. There's a reason they're in a nursing home, because they need help around the clock. And so few of them are, you know, 
have the ability to go outside and do stuff that they're going to be either in the nursing home, hospital, or morgue. That's those are your options, right? I mean, that's if you are long term and you are not going to get better and you're old, those are the options. So just give us a real accurate portrayal of how many old people, you know, succumbed to the coronavirus. Horrible. The state has yet to release a full count of deaths linked to nursing homes as it is still auditing the data, having caught numerous inaccuracies in the original numbers that facilities reported to the state, Zucker said. Zucker said the data that the state has received so far have shown 3,829 hospital deaths among nursing home residents. That would raise the state's toll of nursing home linked deaths from about 8,700 to more than 12,500. So significantly higher than what we thought. I mean, it's, it's considerable, like 50%. The report also found that facilities failure to follow proper infection control, a lack of access to personal protection equipment and testing and inadequate staffing contributed to the fatal spread of the virus. And yet Como was championed for his reaction to the virus outbreak, right? I mean, now it's looking like, okay, this is one of the reasons he cooked the books. James, a Democrat, is investigating more than 20 facilities accused of having failed to protect residents and staff members. And maybe cook the books is a, you know, that's a harsh term. That's what I always use for deception. But maybe this is a soft cooking. This is a light. This is a simmering of the books. Not, not full on, you know, broil or bake at 400, just a little simmering. Hey, we told you that that little asterisk meant these are all the only people who died in the nursing home facilities. The rest of them, they're over here. And, you know, we're not really providing you a link there because you put those two numbers together. Not good. A lot more dead. Got to be honest. Can't lie. A lot more died. We don't want that number to get out. Make us look bad. State Senator Gustavo Rivera, a Democrat and chairman of the Health Committee, said in a statement that James' findings were disturbing and that I am sadly unsurprised by them. And that's kind of what I thought when I read them. I mean, it's a tough time. Coronavirus, I joke about the coronavirus and how it is just not impactful. But I mean, it's taken out a lot of people, right? I mean, it's taken out a lot of people. A lot of people think it's not nearly as bad as the media has portrayed it. That's one thing. But guess what? It ha- it has taken out a lot of people, uh, especially older folks, because they are the most vulnerable. So having an accurate portrayal, I think it's important because then you're like, okay, yep. And I've said right from the get-go, take the old people, get them out of the way, however that means. Don't have them running around in society exposed to this. Let everybody else who wants to, if you don't feel like working, hey, you don't have to work. But if you want to work during something like this, keep going. There's a lot of people out there who would have taken that option versus having their businesses shut down or just being furloughed or whatever it is because the state governor said, ah, we need to cower in fear and close everything down. That's how we're handling it in 2021. That would have never happened when I was a kid. They would have just said, nope, you don't shut down the economy. You keep going. You make adjustments. You're going to lose a few people. You're going to lose a few old people, but you're going to keep on going. That's what they would have done, but not in 2020. We've just got this, all right, we need to, 
you know, crush economies based on a few people dying, a few thousand people dying, literally in the state of Washington, what are we at? Are we even at 4,000 people? And that sounds like a lot, but you've got a, a population of what in the state of Washington, like 7.7 million. So, I mean, those are numbers. Those are not cooked book numbers. You know what I mean? To me, it's like, really shutting down the economy for this? I don't know. That's not my not my call. That's not the call I would have made either. It's why I will never be a politician because I would make calls that are gravely um, underappreciated by the vast majority of people in Washington. Let's put it that way. It's critical that the Como administration finally releases accurate data on nursing home deaths, which my colleagues and I have been requesting for months, Rivera said. On Thursday, criticism of the Como administration also came from independent experts and advocates who said the state had undermined its response to the pandemic by failing to disclose the full death toll earlier. But we did disclose it, but you had to add the two lines. This one over here that's on this report, you got to add that to this other one to get the full thing. And we told you, we told you. And that's the he said, she said, right? Oh, but we did disclose. Well, not really. And when you've got guys that are saying, hey, my colleagues and I, we've been requesting this for months. What's the deal? Oh, and then it just doesn't look good. Mm, that, that's, that's cause for concern. Concerns me. New York's approach to counting nursing home deaths totally masked the true death rate and the impact, said David Grabowski, a Harvard University professor and healthcare policy expert, who said such data could have helped direct resources to troubled facilities and assist policymakers in determining what went wrong. Instead, um, they lightly simmered the books and kind of moved on, hoping that this would pass. Yeah, we don't want that information to get out. Whew, God, that's a lot of old people that died, right? A lot of the elderly. Not good. We still don't know the exact number of deaths, he said. It's important that we do get the true number and why it's taking so long is unclear. Well, because the longer you hold out, the less important it is. It's like an older news story. Okay, yeah, those numbers weren't that bad. You weren't that dishonest. I'm just making stuff up here because guess what? This story, it's pretty clear cut what happened here, right? Because the Attorney General's report examined only a fraction of the state's nursing homes and the state's audit continues, the full death toll is still unknown. It's shocking that the Como administration continues to withhold basic information about a public, major public health crisis that New Yorkers urgently want to know and clearly have a right to know. Bill Hammond, a senior fellow at the Empire Center, which is a conservative think tank, said in a statement, in September, the group sued the state for failing to disclose the number of nursing home residents who died off site. So this is on. This is an ongoing thing. Everybody's kind of known this. And people are like, looking at it, uh, these numbers don't really add up. There's something going on here. It's one of those stories that you hear, and you're like, yeah, that doesn't really make sense. But can I prove it? No. So you got to bird dog it like some of these people have done. Just keep hammering on the state. Hey, how many people died? How many of the elderly died? Total, not just people in the nursing homes. Because that's one way to cook the books. We want to know. How many people died? Just give us that number. The state has promised to release the data by March 22nd, the organization said. That gives them enough time to cook the books further and get us a number that doesn't seem quite as bad. 
I, and I'm just throwing that in there. That is truly just my opinion. But my opinion is based on the data and the science. Unfortunately, the data that I've been given is all bad. Therefore, my opinion might not be so relevant. Kind of like the information the state of New York is giving out, right? <laughs> you literally can't make this stuff up. I've had so many of you guys send articles. You can't make this up. No, you can't. That's why we got to talk about it here in the Seattle Real Estate Podcast. This has nothing to do with real estate, but it's a good topic and you guys wanted to hear it, right? Stephen Hance, president and CEO of the New York State Health Facilities Association, a trade group representing nursing homes, defended the state's approach. Okay, oh, we've got we got a defense here. How much was this guy paid off, right? Arguing that it was more reliable and objective to report deaths based on their locations, because we all care about where they died, right? I mean, that's, that's the most critical thing here. So we, we were more concerned about locations, rather than associate all COVID-19 deaths of residents with their facilities. What? Why do we care where they were located? If, if you died in a hospital, okay, but you're a resident of a nursing home, I want to know that information because those people don't go out a lot, right? They are not walking down the street to McDonald's. Know what I mean? I mean, unless they have a family member pushing them down the sidewalk, which I have done, they're not going anywhere. And those trips are few and far between. And for a lot of the residents, they are not going anywhere unless it's in an ambulance then it's not going to be good. So why didn't we get the full number of deaths? That's a really good question. Because the optics aren't as great, right? This doesn't look as good. Oh, this is, this is far worse than we thought. How can we cut that down? Ah, just getting like 50%. We'll, 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 we'll put the rest in like, you know, we'll, we'll itemize that later. It won't come out. They won't figure it out. They're not smart people. I mean, the general public, they're just not that smart. Can you 100% know where they were infected, Pant said? It could have been in transport or an individual could have come from the community and then into the nursing home before succumbing to the virus in a hospital. Well, that is all good information that we would all want to know, especially if you have loved ones in a long-term care facility or a nursing home. All of this information is important, but most importantly is how many of them are dying total? That's kind of the bottom line, right? How many people from nursing homes or long-term care facilities, how many of them are checking out and you are calling it due to the Rona? Those are the books that have been cooked. Ugh. Nursing homes, uh, New York's nursing homes have suffered devastating losses and isolation for almost a year. Como had pre previously been under fire for a March directive ordering nursing homes to accept COVID-19 patients discharged by hospitals. I really should have done a podcast on that. I did not. I didn't have, I, I, I didn't have the ability to probably do on the national level what I can do now and have you guys accept it. Everybody would have been like, ah, what are you talking about? But now I, I would have done that podcast and that that was pretty crazy, right? And you guys follow that story. Um, yeah, just it's like, what? What did you do? His aim was to clear much needed hospital beds, but nursing home leaders said that they feared that the directive contributed to the virus's spread, which it appears, yeah, that's that is what happened. And Como reversed it. Most recent, more recently, family members have lobbied Como and state lawmakers to allow them to be designated as essential caregivers, able to visit their loved ones in facilities. 
Yeah, that was a brutal deal. That was brutal for my family because my grandma, she was, you know, on running on fumes for a long time. I don't, she was just laid in bed and couldn't get up, couldn't move, hurt to move her, you know, that kind of end of life thing. And nobody could go in and see her. Didn't, couldn't see her until she was passed away. And that was for, uh, passed away in July and, you know, getting things happened in March. So March, April, May, June, July. Long time to be at the end of your life and not have your loved ones see you. So I don't know any good solutions there. Everybody was kind of flying by the seat of their pants, right? So the best we could do is go up and talk to her at a window, looking in her bedroom and have one of the healthcare workers in there, um, hold a cell phone up, maybe put it on speaker and we talk to her that way. It's the best you got. It's what happens when you're dealing with the Rona, right? It makes me angry that they weren't transparent from the start. Each death that goes unaccounted for is someone's loved one. Yep. Said Jelsey Randazzo Marchese, who spent months pushing for essential caregiver visits to see her 91-year-old grandmother who died of natural causes last month. Tough times. Not uh, brutal, right? I mean, heartbreaking for these people. It's important to have the number so people can see how shocking it is. Yep. And that's why they buried it because it was shocking. And people are going to be like, ooh, oof, not good. So we can move forward and gain closure from this chapter and figure out what we can do to prevent this from happening again. Why it's important to have that number, figure out what's going on. Okay, so based on this article, do I hear a recall Governor Cuomo coming out of New York. From what I understand, that would be a tricky thing to do. Uh, New York State, difficult. They, they've only had like one governor, I think, be recalled. But I mean, why not Why not throw in recall Governor Cuomo? We've already got recalled Newsom on their way to getting, what, one point almost 5 million votes. Did a podcast on that. Recall Newsom. People are really, people are, of all the states, I think it, Governor Inslee here in Washington is right up there. I mean, one of my friends who drives a lot, um, he's basically sales for construction materials. And um, he sent me a, uh, it was a F Inslee on the side of a telephone pole on the side of a major highway. And it was like, that's random, but there's a lot of people out there who, who think that and believe that. But I think far more People are, they are anti-Governor Newsom because they've said he has done such a poor job. And literally people are moving out of, out of California in droves. And I can't really blame them. Just about all the podcasters that I hear that have, that have, that are in California that have been there. Cause guess what? Hollywood, you know, that whole entertainment thing, that's where you wanted to be. That's where you wanted to be. And now all those guys are leaving. They've left. I mean, there's a handful of them left. They talk about it like, Oh, man, I can't believe we're the only ones left in the state. And California, that is a big, big state. And people are going Florida, going to Nevada, they're going to Utah, they're going to, you know, they're going to Wyoming, they're going to Idaho, they're not going to Washington, except for employment purposes. Um, but yeah, and, and even there, they're going to lot, lot going to Washington. So going out of California, and that is one of those trends that it's like, okay, yeah, your governor's done a lot of crappy stuff. But did he cook the books on old people dying in nursing homes or dying at the hospital? I don't know. Maybe that'll come to light as well. But what we do know, it's not looking good for Governor Cuomo out of New York. They'll have to get back to us. They'll have to let us know what those final numbers were. And when they do, I'm going to report them. 
right here in the Seattle Real Estate Podcast. Unless this whole thing was just like, ah, that was a clerical error. And it doesn't seem like that's the case, right? I, I pulled up enough other articles where I'm like, okay, this seems legit that um, we've got some real inaccuracies with these numbers. Let's do this one. And let's do another one down the road in March, whenever it is when we get these numbers that come through. And Ah, Governor Como was even more dishonest than we initially thought. He cooked those books so hard, put it on broil and left it going. All right, that's it on this one. Thanks for being here. Thanks for supporting Seattle Real Estate Podcast. I'm out of here. I'll see you guys soon. Thanks for being here. Bye. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel and hit the notification bell so you'll know when our next video is out. 